Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you, as always, by Slero Commerce. New name, same great people, still front of the program, Evan Orvath. Holy fuck. <laughs> they got some great new technology coming through. So if you own a small business and you accept debit or credit cards, you got to check out Slero Commerce. Contact Evan Orvath for a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we edged him out, we beat him, so it's all good. Uh. All right, boys and girls. Holy shit. <laughs> the dryer just fucking kicked on. I thought that there was like a plane, la- or the washer just fucking got loud. Yeah, so I thought there was like a helicopter landing outside. I'm like, what the fuck? So for those that don't know, we have headphones on that we when we talk, where we hear each other but you also hear yourself you can hear and we anything. both just looked at each other and it like they're so sensitive to the point where i hear a cricket i'm pretty sure either in the room or outside <laughs> yeah. or somewhere uh that probably won't even come across the microphone but uh jesus christ it's episode 79 kid uh we had a pretty pretty stout weekend both of us separate places entirely um so do you want to just dive right into that as always though i'm charlie sanborn at c sanborn iii on all things social media across from the table from me again just another regular uh throwback show if you will the two of us uh you're brad sauce here at b sauce 96 you went to pennsylvania again did you not i did yeah uh i went to jennerstown again um i know that these people can't hear it But y- there's you a would, fucking cricket. You would here. think that the cricket is on was the table. on my lap. Yeah, yeah. With the with how loud it's coming through the microphone. So we got really drunk. This is actually uh, a good good time to bring it up, I guess. We we got really drunk, shocker, uh, a couple of episodes ago. And remember, I had one of them OG suckers in my mouth. Oh, no, sure. Yeah. And I kept bouncing it off the mic. And I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I think it was just you and I. But the way Crying it sounded through the headphones was hysterical. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. It was literally just like a vibration, like a weird, like metallic <laughs> vibration sound that was coming through there. And then all of a sudden, I listened back to the show, and you couldn't hear a fucking thing. And it, we were just dying laughing for no reason. So people, I know people already think that we have some serious issues. Um, which that definitely which didn't is help. Fair. I didn't which help. Which is fair. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so I did go to Pennsylvania. I went to Jennerstown to check out the uh, Wheel and Modified tour down so, there. Also, I just walked in the house a little while ago, so this is the first time I'm hearing about it too. So yes. let, let's hear all about it. So uh, I went with Seth and uh, one of Fat the, Derek. Fat. I went with Fat Derek. Um, so last, if you, you didn't hear two weeks ago, I uh, went for that Motor Mountain Masters deal there um, and uh, watched the 10K to win late model race. And was in the facility for about five to six seconds before I realized that I would enjoy coming back here uh, or there to Jennerstown. So I looked at the back of my little parking pass stub there and realized that the modifieds were two weeks there in two weeks. So I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I'll come down. Well, I was drunk and my buddy who came from Pittsburgh was drunk. And he's like, dude, if you come down, I'll come over and I'll watch the race. So he's like, just let me know what's going on. So I immediately fired off a text to Fat Derek. Seth there, uh, spotter from Melissa Fifield, had a short day, um, had a short day. He worked, he didn't even work a half day. Um, no, it was unfortunate because I was, you know, just kind of hoping that, and Seth, well, I guess, I don't know. I was going to say hoping Seth had at least a half day out of it, maybe a quarter day. Didn't even, didn't even make that. 
Maybe, Does he get paid maybe, the same? I hope. I would think so. Okay. But I feel like for Seth, that you know, not that that point is just a fan. So it's not. It's you get paid to just watch right, race cars. Right. That doesn't suck. Uh, I guess. No. No. I guess it doesn't suck. But I guess if you're a part of the team, you're always hoping that you do a little bit better than than you know. Maybe you did. But yeah. So we went down with uh, Seth, or I messaged Seth um, after the Motor Mountain or during the Motor Mountain Masters deal, and was like, "Hey, you you plan on coming down?" He's like, "No, I actually don't." But he's like, "If you'll share the driving duties, I'll I'll drive." All right, cool. Sounds good. Um, so he, uh, I guess, told Melissa that he would go down and spot for her. And um, we picked up one of her, uh, like her crew chief or something, uh, Jesse on the way. And so we had a car full going down there. And uh, Seth drove all the way until Scranton, which is not even to the, ha- not like way past the halfway point. Like I drove the <laughs> last three hours of the way there and a collective zero hours on the way home. Oh, I was, uh, did you take Seth's buggy? The- we didn't. No, oh. we actually took like a, uh, I guess Melissa's family owns a car dealership or something. We took like a rental vehicle, oh, which Jesus. was like a like 2004 Buick Rendezvous. It was, it was Seth is trying to enter it into the heckin' hippos. It's a big one. It's <laughs> it's a, it's at least a hippo. Oh, uh, I, I don't know how heckin' it is. I don't know. It's not a minivan. It seats. It has third row seating. <laughs> oh, so I don't, shit, know. I don't know. You might want to specify that in uh, the rules. Oh, no it, Buick Rendezvous. Oh, it's um, got to be a. Fr- I, I believe it's a front wheel drive deal that we're gonna do here. I would think that it probably is. <laughs> oh, yikes! <laughs> if I had to guess, I'd have to take a look at um, it. Very, very little comfy, comfy car on the way down there. I was like, you know, it's just driving it's, a couch. It's way bigger than Seth's car, which makes sense since we were bringing the crew and we were bringing our golf clubs. And it was just a. It was oh, a whole so you deal were there. part of the team. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, partially. Uh, I didn't partake in helping anyone at the racetrack. You know, just. It's uh, mighty white of you. I, I show up and I'm, I'm a fan and, you know, I grab a bush light or a. Uh, I see light or a stonies and fucking pound a couple of them. And then I'm basically useless for the rest of the night. So yeah, we went down to Jennerstown, um, got to Jennerstown Friday night, stayed in, uh, stayed in a hotel. Part of the deal there was that we were only gonna have one hotel room. Um, Seth gets it complimentary. So there was two beds. There was two people that occupied those beds, Seth and Jake door. And, uh, I slept on the floor, which, um, I actually don't mind. I, I'm very, uh, not, not completely, not a hundred percent Jewish, but like, uh, like I would dip my toe in that water as well. I'm, I'm, I'm Amish, but I'm also a little bit Jewish. Minus the um, whole Lachaim thing. No, I would just, I would just rather not spend a hundred dollars on a on a hotel room when I could just, you know, pile up some blankets on the ground and just fucking sleep there. Yep. I guess. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you did have you, a beard. Did you still get the shower? Know. Yes. Oh, oh, absolutely. Sold. Yeah. Yeah. Sold. Uh, so yeah, I just did that. Um, it was an economy trip there. And yeah, we got to the racetrack. They had a screening to get in for the the COVID there. They had one of them them their guns pointed right at their skulls and uh, taking their temperature and stuff. Uh, all COVID free, so good news, good news, or at least fever free. Uh, I don't know about the COVID, but uh, yeah, race was uh, scheduled to kick off around five. My buddy Mike showed up at one and uh, had a cooler full of alcohol. So naturally, we uh, had at least one of those, and uh, we found out that. So our plan was what we did the first time we went was we got a pit pass at the main gate and walked in, walked across the track, you know, a couple times, whatever, saved our seats up in the grandstands. And we figured that would just be the best course of action. So $5 park um, down by the main grandstand. It was free to park over by the the uh, pit entrance. So we're like, oh, maybe we'll just leave the car over here. We'll do one of them, them there walk arounds and we'll save a seat in the grandstands, get a pit pass, walk in and out, whatever, do all this stuff. Well, then I realized uh, I got a Snapchat from Matt saying, where are you at? And I'm like, oh, maybe we, maybe we should just go in. There's still like three hours till the races start. Um, so why don't we just go in and, and we'll uh, look around, see what's good. Practices were about to roll so we could watch practice from the infield there. So it would have been pretty cool. And as we're walking in, we get our pit bracelet. 
And uh, one of the local racers there, I think Teddy Gabala is his name, uh, drives a three late model. Beautiful looking car. I don't think he did that great, but uh, he was in front of us, him and his lady, I assume, or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I'll take two pit passes. And she's like walking her riding. And to me, that's like, what, what the fuck are you talking about there? And so he says riding and she goes $75. Well, I'm doing quick math in my head, math guy here. 35 is a pit pass. You're getting two pit passes. 35, 35 is 70. So I'm like, either she just fucked up his total or it's $5 to ride, which I don't know what riding means at the time <laughs> because they have, they had a golf cart. Is this, like, is this like a casino? Like let it ride. Like, yeah, you're going to win. Money. Like I was thinking that maybe I just missed the Ferris wheel on the infield. Like maybe that it's just like a brace, like unlimited Ferris wheel ride or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going neat on. Maybe the true. circus is in town. <laughs> neat. If it's true. not that big of an, in, like it's a pretty big infield, but it's not that big. So like I was thinking maybe I probably didn't miss it. Uh, but there was a golf cart probably right next to the, the little pit gate. So I'm like, oh, maybe that they just give you a ride in for $5. That's fucking weird. Um, but then again, also parking being $5 is weird as well to me. Um, so I get up and I'm like, yeah, I'll take two pit passes, walking or riding, walking. Okay. All right, cool. Like I said, walking. Cause I don't, I didn't need someone to fucking give me a ride on their golf cart. And then my buddy Mike does the same thing. We walk across the track. Well, then I see a big sign. There's like cones across the track making one lane to go into the infield. And it says parking and had a narrow to the right. And, you know, I'm sitting there like, is it $5 to park on the infield here? And so I went back to the gate and I'm like, excuse me, can I pay five extra dollars and drive my car into the infield? And she's like, yep. Yeah. You want to do that? I was like, hey, yeah, <laughs> sure do. Because I was going to be walking in and out just trying to grab different beers. Talk and about alternative seating. Yeah. And Jesus. so I, you know, we did that. We, we brought his, his BMW in with the cooler full of alcohols. And we literally just sat there during practices and time trials. And even half of the, or the whole late model race, we were on the infield, just literally sitting in there for the whole, like, it was, it was incredible. Just like, in the car. Yes. No, well, we weren't in, we were outside oh, yeah. the car. Yeah. I was, I was freaking tarps off, getting all fucking pumped up <laughs> watching modified time trials. You know, I had probably had at least one to too too many beers at that point uh world started spinning but you know i was i was having it yeah that, that helps when you're on the infield yeah doing yeah circles, yeah, yeah. modifies are <laughs> buzzing right by uh, that that uh yeah definitely helps the case there but uh yeah no it was crazy that's another good thing jennerstown can't say enough great things about the place that's amazing to me that you can just for five dollars extra you could drive your car right down to the infield and fucking sit there you could sit on the t- if you brought a truck you could sit on the tailgate um i assume if you have a, you know, you're hoping you're going to have a better go than that buddy there from New Smyrna, hoping you don't catch a tire in the back of the fucking, the, that white lifted truck. You you were, we brought it oh, that up oh, on the show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, When that guy fucking got smoked. I didn't feel bad. Uh, no, no. Um, but yeah, we, we made it through unscathed, but we, uh, yeah, we went up and, you know, saved our seats as high up in the grandstands you could get. And uh, we accidentally, we didn't mean to watch the late model race from down, down yonder because uh, you couldn't really see anything bunch of big stacker trailers and stuff all around but got caught up talking to matt and i was like oh we got seven more minutes. matt swanson matt swanson yes matt swanson. sorry yes. uh got caught up talking to matt and then all of a sudden the late models rolled by and they were taking the green i'm like well i think we missed our chance <laughs> but maybe there'll be a red flag and you know it was crazy it was a 30 it's a 30 lap race it's probably only like 18 cars total if that uh and you know they go by there's 18 cars they go by there's 18 cars they go by again, there's 18 cars, and then all the, the crowd starts going nuts, and then six cars roll by. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. I mean, was I just seeing double earlier? It's another math situation. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, uh, huh. 
So then all of a sudden you see cars coming by with the bodies half tore off, come down pit road. They're getting like duct tape back together. So then 10 cars go out and go by. And then 10 cars go out for like a couple more laps, 10 cars, 10 cars, 10 cars. And then like three cars come by. And we're like, hmm. <laughs> so basically what I'm getting at is I missed all of the race, but they tore up all of the late models, uh, I guess. And so, yeah, then we made it across for the, uh, the Modiford race there. And uh was... A fairly uneventful race, I would say. Um, Matt went out and uh, I think he was fifth fastest in practice, time trialed sixth, started sixth, basically rode around between fifth and seventh the entire race. Um, really had that sixth position locked down, and then John McKennedy got by him, I think, late there, and he ended up seventh. But, I mean, could have been worse. Solid day. Uh, his dad apologized after the race, like, oh, you feel bad coming all the way down here for this shit show or something like that? And I was like, oh. Seventh is, you know, still a single-digit number. I feel like it's a halfway solid day. You know, he could have tore some shit up. How many modifieds were there? It was 20, I don't know, 24, 26. It was a halfway decent amount. Not a bad day. No, no, you could have been, you had 19, math guy, 19 more positions that you could have been back farther there. True, true. Did I get it right? I think so. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, obviously... Maybe that's just I don't have the fierce competitor in, in, in myself there because I think that's a solid day. I'm sure that Matt goes to the racetrack every single day hoping that he's going to win. Um, and, you know, can't say I blame him for that. That's why he's better than I am at anything that I've ever done probably. Um, but, yeah, so modified race, fairly uneventful. Uh, Andrew Kraus was the only real casualty. Well, not casualty, but <laughs> caution. Still alive. Still <laughs> yeah, alive. I want to specify that. Still with us. But he hit the wall, all of it. Uh, he had tire like he – I don't know what he did. He cut a right front, I assume, going into three, bounced it off the fence, and then bounced it off the fence again and had tire marks going so high that it looked like he left the premises. Uh, but he didn't, and he didn't roll over, which is kind of spectacular. And he didn't leave the, us No, <laughs> No, no. The car was the casualty. <laughs> okay. The car was the casualty. I want to specify that. Um, and then, yeah, you know, we we left Jennerstown there, and we planned on driving straight home. Uh, races got over very early, like 8.30. Uh, birds were almost still chirping. And uh, we got about to Harrisburg, which is probably two and a half hours from Jennerstown. And then I fell asleep in the car, and then all of a sudden I get a uh, – where we stop, and I get blinded by – a bunch of lights from a parking lot there and seth goes hey we're getting a getting a hotel which um do you put one and two together there slept on the floor again um and so now i need to go in and get a uh, alignment never been to a chiropractor in my life might have to invest uh at some point this week uh die, die jesus christ days in just to try to combine <laughs> both of those so was this Din. an unexpected night this was yeah like a sleepover yeah okay yep. yeah. so uh we'll say days in their floors not as comfy uh, not as comfy not what you want now um so yeah got home probably about four o'clock just in time to watch the last 70 laps of the indy 500 and you know about the last 300 laps of the snooze fest that was dover today and uh that was the end of my weekend so that was probably the most i've talked on the show since about last show so you're welcome for all the people that were like wow i've never heard josiah saucer talk so much or whatever <laughs> Like, did you uh, see? It? Did you have any more Amish no, sightings? Well, I only saw one. I oh, only saw one, and she was inside of the sheets. She, yeah, she was in the. Sheets. She had like the bonnet on and everything. Oh, not not. She had like sugar and flour all over her blouse. Do you think she was a freak in the sheets? No, I think that she was probably just churning butter. Huh. Um, I don't know if you use flour. What they call it but... <laughs> <laughs> oh well, hey, probably. Zing. 
Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. I, mean, uh, I guess it is the same. The only, only one I saw was a she. Yeah. And she walked in with yeah. car keys. So I don't know how oh, that, that works. It's got to be a Mennonite. I don't. Yeah. It's got to be one of them there. Meta- they, remember they live in apartments? Do they? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm out on those. Yeah. Well, actually, Frauds. I think that the way that I talked, it was actually two shows ago now that I Did talked. Did you talk to her? No. No. Oh, come I was on. spooked. I got spooked. It's like when you, I don't know, when you go hunting and you get fucking buck fever or whatever you see a deer walk by you start shaking never like, been I started hunting. shaking that was a terrible analogy for me um it's like when you're sitting in a walmart parking lot and, a, and some naked girl walks by woof all right well, you just don't know it. what to do i don't know i don't know how to put an analogy <laughs> together i feel like if it was a walmart parking lot and a naked wo- girl walked by you would not want to see it naked like you'd be sh- you'd be shocked you'd be spooked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You nailed it. You yeah. did a good job. You did a good job. <laughs> so Oof. just the one. I, I just got. I just got nauseous. <laughs> yeah, there was only one Amish lady. Um, was she hot? Um, Megan's probably not listening. Uh, see, I don't know. I don't, uh, you can nod your head. I couldn't for, tell. No. I like. I no. I just shake your head. I couldn't yes. tell because she was wearing more clothing than I've ever seen a woman wear before. Naturally, really? that's what they do. They don't show skin. Or is that a different religion? I think that's Muslim nationality. I have no idea. Saw a bunch of those. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Canceled. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We stopped in New York at a rest area, and I, I was a little alarmed. Yeah. I didn't don't see need any, to be. No. Probably don't need to be. Well, well, I thought that, no. Never mind. <laughs> Canceled. I was about to be. <laughs> if I haven't been already, I was just about to be. I would say that she was on the on the scale of one to good looking Amish ladies. I'd say that she's about a seven point one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Good for her. I mean, she was she wasn't fat, which is like I feel, I feel like there's not many That's fat plus. people, but it's a plus. Yeah. 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 She was. Yeah. She, I mean. Probably it's a giant bush. Yeah, see. Has to. See, I was already nauseous um, thinking about the how fat hairy naked lady in Oof. the Walmart parking lot. But now, um, I might have a hairball. So, huh. how'd your weekend go, pal? Uh, my weekend was actually pretty solid. Uh, I, Did you uh, win? I have... Well... Well, I won. No. No. Well... Well? No. Well... Did So, you no. won. So... Uh, I officially got Thursday and Friday off uh, this week, I guess, for the Oxford 250. So, so you won. We're going to grab a camper. We're going to go up there for three, four days, whatever it is. Uh, Friday, though, headed over to the Bartlett Bridge Raceway, where Russell, unfortunately, uh, due to a family matter, was not able to make it. So uh, I called in, uh, you know, you know, called in the bullpen here, and uh, Andy Austin filled in for Rusty Poland at Bartlett Bridge Raceway. Jesus. So it was me and Andy Austin Andy had in the some booth. big shoes to fill. Yeah, he did. Christ. Uh, it, it, I had to show him some ropes uh, and yeah. some things, but uh, you know, Andy, <laughs> it was pretty cool being at Bartlett Bridge Raceway where it's literally a dirt track for go-karts in the middle of fucking nowhere, Maine, and Andy Austin, who is the voice of multiple radio stations, the president of the Maine Vintage Race Car Association, the voice of Beatrice Motor Speedway, more importantly, former guest on the Black Flag podcast here. That's what he's known for. Yeah, <laughs> most importantly, um, was sitting next to me, and we're just—it's like we had been doing it the whole time, and it was—it was great. Uh, Andy is one of my favorite human beings ever. 
Uh, we made fun of people. We, we called the races. We did everything that we're supposed to do. Uh, so that was, that was a pretty neat experience there. Um, and then, uh, Saturday we headed over to Beach Ridge where, uh, we, we went out for first practice and we got to make an award of some sort, kind of like heat race heroes. Uh, we, we were talked about this too, where people who win practice, uh, I won the first practice day. Congrats. Uh, <laughs> so you won. I did. And then I, uh, I was second quick in the second practice. So I was like, fuck, we got a, we got a solid piece here again. And, uh, then I believe, I don't know how it works. So like if Jesus cries or whatever, but like he was some upset cause it downpoured for like 40 minutes and then it kind of lightened up. Oh my God. I just burped from my fucking toes. Um, and it lightened up a little bit and it rained for like fucking three hours and we're all just sitting there soaked, miserable, waiting for somebody to come up with an answer. Uh, we had just gotten through our second round of practice. I'm literally on the racetrack and I key the mic up to Matt and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if it is on the hill, but in turns one and two, it is for sure raining. I like promise it is raining. He's like, no, you're fine. Just keep going. I'm like, uh, all right, I'm just I'm letting you know now that it is definitely raining on the racetrack. He's like, I know, but we gotta get some heat cycle. We gotta get a heat cycle on these tires. I'm like, all right, all right I, I'm gonna back it down a little bit though. Just you know, he's like, that's fine. I just I need the numbers on the tire. I'm like, all right, whatever, pal. Uh, so we, we go out there and that's where we get our second quick time, and then we go back in, change a tire, go back out just to scuff it. And I was the asshole, the only asshole on the racetrack. My it, at this point, it is downpouring on the racetrack and they had made the announcement yeah track is still open for anybody who wants it so it was just me fucking out there like i was running a fucking road course race in, in an xfinity car or something like that just downpouring just to scuff a tire in and uh did you do the old senior and, and reach out with a towel and wipe off your windshield I, or whatever i didn't no i didn't actually <sighs> uh sorry to disappoint but uh now I'm out there literally sideways all over the racetrack by myself going like 10 miles an hour because it's literally like starting to flood at this point too. Well, that's, that's good uh, practice yeah, for after was, lap 40 in the future. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um. So pull the <laughs> – shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, so so uh, pulled it in and then uh, we put the tarps on and covers and all that shit and then they called it. But uh, cooler cooler story of the night is Rusty Poland, Corey Bubar. Uh, the 24 team and I believe big girl JT Thurlow all loaded up from Beach Ridge headed over to Oxford Plain Speedway where they held the show up just a little bit to uh, and, and and Wyatt Alexander Wyatt was already there oh he just went to Oxford he was yeah he just went straight to Oxford I take that back <laughs> uh, so they were already there and uh, yeah so they all headed up there uh, Rusty actually called Tom Mayberry up and said hey if you guys hold it up for just a minute, you're going to have four more cars in the race. So apparently Tom did whatever he needed to do. Um, they all showed up. Rusty, uh, however, most prepared of the bunch, uh, had Dalton Myers pick a set of tires for him at Oxford and asked Wyatt Alexander for a spare set of rims uh, so that by the time he got there, he had four tires sized up, uh, you know, well picked out, sized up, mounted, ready to go, sitting on a pit pad waiting for him so that he could just show up bolt them on and go while the other three guys were scrambling to find a set of tires so good for russell good job there uh real heads up play yeah and then from there uh uh my my crew basically jeremy DeCourcy and matt king uh take the drive up 26 go to oxford help out rusty and i guess he started like last in his heat finished fifth which there was 28 cars there mind you so i'm sure it was a pretty stacked heat race 
uh, and then he goes out and finishes 10th or 11th, something like that in the feature. Again, with a 28-car field at 100 laps, zero practice. So good for Russell. He's having a pretty solid year. Uh, I don't know how the other fellas did, but uh, then from there, I just I went up to camp this weekend. I didn't do much after we got rained out, so I spent the spent the weekend out in the middle of literally fucking nowhere on 400 acres of nothingness, and it was fantastic. Uh, just got home a little while ago after dinner, and now we're we're talking here. A couple friends of the program on the uh, in in old Victory Lane there at Oxford for the uh, past 100 lap qualifier Honey Badger Bar and Grill 100, whatever the fuck it's called. Could be, could be, yeah. yeah I don't know. Whatever it was sponsored by Allen's Coffee Flavored Brandy 100. Is it TD Bank Mart still? No, is that not a thing anymore? No, that is. It I is a thing. I think that's. I think that's what it was. Right. Uh yeah. Derek Griffith finished second. Wyatt finished third. Um, so Who good for Wyatt. Uh. Yep, him, that Ben Ashline. Oh, right. Good for Ben. Sorry. Good for Ben. Ninety nine yeah. car. Yes. Yep. I was yep. looking yep. square at the car in my mind. Yeah. But I just it's couldn't. green with a yellow number. Yeah. 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 So good for Ben. Good for Wyatt. That good is for that is good for Ben because I yep. don't think he's had a year quite like he wanted. No, he, he hasn't. Been... He was pretty stout last year. Yeah, very good. Last seems year. though he kind of missed missed the boat just a little bit this year. But... Good time to be heating up. Oh yeah, just one more week. Those, one more week. Those three. Those, those three. three right there heating up. Yeah. Derek heating up. He's been on the podium now twice in the last two weeks at Oxford. So Wyatt, Wyatt. Wyatt. Two different racetracks, yeah. too. Good for him. Wyatt won the Granite State race, and obviously uh, Ben won. So good time so for it. It was a 100-lap non-points qualifier race for the Oxford 250, so I assume that means Ben Ashline is locked into the 250. Um, I, I can only imagine that we're still going to have – probably 60 70 cars show up to try and make the the 40 some odd car field um so that's going to be one hell of a show again we're going to have a stacked week next week we're going to try and drop a show every night of the week that we're there friday saturday and sunday whether we actually pull it off who knows but that's our goal um it's probably going to be more like the shows drop saturday morning yeah. sunday morning and monday well morning. yeah you, but yeah we're going to record a show every single day there we got some some guests lined up, two of which might have been uh, on the podium yesterday at Oxford. No um, hints. No hints. No hints. But we don't really know Ben. <laughs> so, but no hints at all. Though. No, none. Um, yeah, I mean, really excited for Oxford, biggest race of the year for at least up here. So this uh, general area, yeah. No, Oxford. It's always a good time. It's going to be a little bit weirder, different this year, I guess. Uh, allegedly, no fans all of a sudden, but. Right. We'll see. Uh, I'm sure the pit area is going to be stacked because you can't get COVID in the pits, apparently, right? No. Um, so uh, it's going to be one hell of a time. It's, I think it's going to be just as much of an Oxford 250 weekend for people who are going to go anyway. So I don't want to hear any fucking excuses. I don't want to hear any. I don't have enough money for a pit pass. I don't. You know, we, if you don't have enough money for a pit pass, we'll make it work. We'll find it out. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen for you. Uh, get, get there. Support your local racetrack, even if it is Oxford. Um, have you watered your money tree lately? Because I think you just said that we would get people. No, no, no. I didn't say it was going to be my money. Oh, um, but well, I'm sure you can figure it out. If if you're part of the racing community and you want to go to the races, whether you're driving a car or you just want to go, you can find that extra 20 bucks somewhere every week. I promise it's somewhere. Um, but yeah, no, we'll, we'll be there. It's going to be again, it's going to be one hell of a time. It's going to be everybody that's going to be there anyway. Uh, we're all going to have a good time. Um, we gonna party. Oh, yeah. 
I'm going to assume all the beers uh, are going to get crushed. Oh, speaking of beers getting crushed, holy fuck. So I forgot one very, very important part of the Jennerstown trip. So we stayed at Did the Fat Derek throw up? No, no. He drank one yingling and he passed out. Uh, no, that's a joke. He drank half a yingling and he just went to bed. Um <laughs> 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 he had left him in the, too much credit the first time. <laughs> he, he uh, no, he, he left him in the warm car, so he was trying to drink a warm loaf of bread. Which yingling and, is and, tough and, as it is, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a whole meal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we stayed at the Days Inn last night. Uh, got up this morning, and uh, we where went, were you in the world? We were in Grantville, PA. Like it was right outside of Harrisburg, I guess. So Could we were been. damn near Lancaster. Which I, apparently is how you're supposed to say it, because I was always a, just Lancaster. 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 But my Pittsburgh pal there, he goes, yeah, uh, I found out like last week it's Lancaster. And I was like, oh, well, that makes two of us. But so that's like a lot of people that aren't from around here. They'll call it Weisscassette instead of Wiscasset. Are you shitting me? That's a, that's a thing. Wicked thing. Weisscassette. Weisscassette. Yeah. <laughs> I just did vomits. Um, so we, we stayed... Grantville, PA, I guess, something like that. And we get up about 8 o'clock, and we still got like a seven-hour drive to go. And we pull in. We need to get gas. We pull into this Exxon, right? And this Exxon has one of them them their t- TV things underneath their signs. They have the, 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 the Exxon logo. They got them t- one of them TV things there, and then the gas prices, right? The TV so, like in the pump? That, no, like, no. It gives no, you a on the sign it... like when you drive down the oh, road. Oh, sure, yeah. So... As we're driving in, we're pulling in, and I see a big sign that has a, a red bush can on it. And I'm oh, like, no. oh, baby, here <laughs> we go. You ever seen fucking, you know, someone buy 62 12-packs of Bush Light Apple at uh, 830 in the morning? You're about to get all the Venmo <laughs> money, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, me neither, because I fucking walk in. I grabbed three cases because that's all I could handle, you know. I they was, had BLAs? Yeah, I, I walked in, three cases. Seth walks in. With uh, Seth walks in and says, "Oh, you need me to buy some probably too because Pennsylvania has some weird laws. It's yes. like you can only you can only get like twenty four beers at a time or something. So I'm good at counting, right? Grab three twelve packs, <laughs> walk up to the counter, and I'm standing there like shaking like a wet puppy. I'm like, uh, sh- I don't know if I can buy this much. It's like, is there a limit on how much you can buy? And they go, uh, nope, nope. But uh, or I, I he said, well, there is, but you you can't buy alcohol here until nine. Excuse me. I was like. Are you sure? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Until nine yeah, or yeah, after sure. nine? No, until nine. Keep in mind, it's like eight twenty, and we are like loaded up, ready to go. Car is started. It's That's basically in drive. The Forty minute. Wait. And I'm sitting there like, Seth. Seth goes, oh, that sucks. And he goes and puts back his twelves. And I'm like, but 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 but, but it's only but it's only thirty eight more minutes. Can't. No, come on, <laughs> Dad. Like what the fuck? Wait, so do you not have no, any? No, we left. No, you can't. If you if you wait forty minutes for for alcohol, that's uh, you think gambling's a problem. If you're standing outside an Exxon for forty minutes just so that you can get alcohol in the morning, I think that that's even more of a problem. I think like you know rehab, you should probably have it on speed dial. So yeah, Seth. Basically, Seth just went and put his. But back you thought about took, it at least. Oh yeah, well I took that as a. Oh, oh, we're oh, we're leaving. Like I was ready to. Go. I was. Oh, standing you were there. gonna wait. Oh, I was gonna. I was absolutely gonna wait. <laughs> oh, I just, so so I you're going to ride. rehab. I wasn't. What? <laughs> no, I just wanted. I just the first time I went to Pennsylvania, I had at least. So this six is in people. the morning. First thing in the morning. This is this morning. Oh no. Yeah. So when I've I never first been went, more disappointed in my entire life. Yeah. Oh, we could have done this forty minutes from now. That makes that makes two of us. 
I'm disappointed. So when they I first went down, hand. there were six. Yeah, there was oh like six God. people that were like, "Hey, can you get me BLA?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I can." And I didn't want to let him down, so yeah, I'm gonna wait the 40 minutes. But Seth, what, half Yingling Seth, Seth was, is fired. Seth is yeah fired. Yeah, I'm a little. I'm a, I'm not. I'm not disappointed. I'm just really upset. Is that how you say it? I'm yeah, not upset. I'm just yeah. You get, you get it. it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, not mad. I'm just that was the most important part of Jennerstown is that I had them in my hand. I could taste them through my sweat oh, they're glands. Oh, so good too. And 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 now I, I now I this don't honestly any. is an issue. And I don't. There have. are no BLAs in this area. Well, I do have some partial good news. Allegedly, don't get don't get my hopes up. Allegedly, apparently, not only do I still have a six pack, so if you want to be LA, you can have at least uh, probably just only one. Um, but also, Mike Rainville from Ohio, our boy, he's coming up for the two fifty. Oh, and he has some for us. So it's, it's gonna be need to be a lot. So I heard that we have twenty four twelvers coming. So if if you're if you're hanging out with us at the two fifty, you may or may not be able to sniff at least one, one. of our beers. Just one. Yeah, you can just one. Don't just, get cocky. Just a sniff. Maybe one. Yeah. No drinking it because that's ours. <laughs> COVID, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Wear a mask. Right. Yeah, you have to. You have to drink through the mask. Yeah. Um. So that was that was the end of Jennerstown. It wasn't really a, a good story. It was a kind of a sad, somber story. Um. You know, I'm tearing up just thinking about it. I I hope Mike Rainville, you know, if he pulls that off, he would be my superhero. Well, they already did it once. He got no, six again. <laughs> again. Yeah. Well, the thing is, are these going to be pounders? Again? Well, I don't know because oh. the ones that I had in my hands were not pounders, and I was like, these would fit in our koozies and everything. But it, it doesn't even matter for the parking lot, though. No, 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 no. See, we're not even trying to. No, I don't know if you, if you if you take a gander right over that there that way. Fucking, I do have some of them corn there bush lights. Them them cans look cool. <sighs> hey, you walk around and and you know people just think you have corn on the cob in your hand. I was accidentally, you know. When we got to the race, we got to the racetrack so early before the COVID screenings for the NASCAR whole wheel and modified tour. And it was all crew guys, right? If you're showing up at 12, the, the gates, like the garage doesn't even open until like one. If you're showing up at 12, we were there at 1130. Keep that in mind. I'm drinking a fucking Bush Light Pounder Oof. decked out in Matt Swanson gear outside the car, just tanning my fucking, you know, white ass. And I'm just like, oh my god! I stopped like halfway through the bush, and I'm like, every single person that just walked by thinks that I'm part of Matt Swanson's crew, <laughs> and then I'm just getting shit faced in the parking lot at eleven yeah, thirty. Yeah, just tell people you're his spotter or something. To be, oh yeah. my god, clear <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> To be completely honest, no, I was just parched. Uh, that was the only cold. That was actually the only beverages that we had. There was a Valero right up the street, like literally within walking distance. But we had just got off the golf course. Um, me, Ray Parent, and uh, Jake Dore and Seth. We all played. We all played a little round, nine, nine holes. Jake, big Ray Parent or little Ray Parent? Uh, little, ah, little Ray Parent. Um, and yeah, we we all we all played golf. So I was a little parched there and uh, didn't have any water or anything. So just went with a nice a nice cold cold bush light corn on the cob one so that sounds incredible yeah we uh we, we haven't played golf and so you know kudos to jake door for i don't know if he's been hanging out with tiger woods lately but so seth is what we would call an not amateur. a great golfer yeah an amateur uh an <laughs> amateur and jake is just about the same amateur like naturally like I, i've never seen jake play really great like seth, seth and jake are always a little neck and neck right they'll have a couple good shots and then they'll hit seven in the woods and it's just it's you know it is what that, it is yeah it's they're just they're learning 
Jake goes out there and tied me, and I don't know if now I need to go get lessons. <laughs> Were you pissed? I wasn't pissed. No, I was I was shocked. Like when I saw that Amish lady, <laughs> or like a fat naked lady walking through a Walmart parking lot. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was no, I wasn't even I wasn't really that shocked. So there's playing. three things that shock you. It's an Amish lady, a fat naked lady in a Walmart parking lot, and Jake, and Jake Dorr's Dorr's doing ability. well at golf. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, if Seth got a forty five, I would have I would have sold my clubs yesterday. <laughs> no, just Jake, left him at the course. Fuck Jake, this. Jake actually like is he's he's better than Seth. But then again, like it's and again, funny. we're shitting on Seth because we're upset about the BLA incident. Yeah, yeah. That, well, will, the, that will forever be an incident. The you thing, understand that, right? The thing with both of them, though, is that, like, I've been golfing with both of them a bunch of times, and Jake will, like, ask me, like, a couple pointers here and there. Seth will just walk up and, like, smack his ball, like, plop it up in the air and just go walk, hit it again, walk, hit it again, walk, hit it again, and just not care, like, have no care in the world. Like, Seth doesn't just be like, Brad, what am I doing wrong here? Like, he did ask me. Like, he was playing pretty bad. He played pretty all right, actually, early. Like, he was almost neck and neck with me for about a shot or two. And then <laughs> we got to, like, seven and eight, and he was just playing terrible. So then on nine, he just he hits one. It goes way out into the cornfield. Like, at least killed one of the Amish children. <laughs> and uh, he steps back up with a new ball, and he's just like, Brad, I need, like, need a pointer here or whatever. And I'm like, all right, well, step closer to your ball and like move you know your front foot back a little bit whatever and he fucking striped right down the middle and i'm like i told like no i know what i'm talking about <laughs> in one specific area and that's so if anyone's driving, looking for golf lessons i could teach you how to drive wait oh could that be another like a little that's endeavor it, that though. we have black flag podcast golf lessons no just get hammered and fucking i'm not drive that balls good. i'm not that good no, I'm I, didn't, very... I didn't say we're gonna teach them anything oh wait so we just get just hammered go... with them and golf with them yeah just go golfing with BFP. Oh, I'm, I'm so in that's what we're charging people to hang out with us now. Yeah, yeah, we're that good. I don't. No, no it, it'll be I a thing. I don't think that's a. No, thing. No, we can make it happen. I really don't. No, I think we can make it happen. So we got we got past <laughs> Ox, Oxford two fifty week. I guess we could talk about the Indy five hundred. I assume you watched zero of it. I watched actually the last like hundred and some odd laps. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, did you see Cuzzy hit the end of the pit road wall? Yeah. Did you see them not yeah, throw the red flag so that the race ended under yeah, caution? That was, that was pretty. Can cool. you fucking imagine? So we're in a pandemic, right? If I'm so, Roger Penske, though. <laughs> <laughs> I would have lost my shit. Middle of a like, pandemic, like you were saying. Middle of a pandemic, right? So no fans in attendance. You got to imagine that everyone that was going to go to the race is watching at home as well. So the TV numbers should be up. Um, nothing really else to do. There's like a fucking, I don't know, waste management open or whatever. Golf on TV. You got the cup race coming on at four. But the race, the Indy 500 started at 2.30. So you got to get people's attention, right? couple spectacular wrecks. The amateur fans love it. They must have loved it. Scott Dixon goes out there and mops the field, right? Le- leads. 181 laps, yeah, I think, exactly. or something like that. And then he falls back behind Takuma Sato there because he was trying to save gas or whatever fucking whatever he was doing. Takuma Sato goes out, leads, gets, in, gets involved with some lap traffic. And I'm sitting here like, I like Scott Dixon, but I also don't like when someone leads 180 laps and then wins the race. So I'm sitting here like, let's go Graham Rahal. I'm into it. Ram I'm, Gay in, Hall. I'm, in, I'm an Inuit. Um, and so I'm sitting here cheering for Ray Hall because they got all bottlenecked up in lap traffic. And then uh, Takuma Sato put a car in between both of them. That was basically all she wrote. But then the caution comes out. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be spectacular. Like someone is going to go through the fence. Uh, we're going to really see how well those little arrow screen things there, how, how well those work. And I would say that they work pretty well because the, the guy hit the pit road wall and basically went under the tires and probably would have taken one right off the fucking noggin 
uh, if if he didn't have that little screen there. So, I mean, good for them. But you're sitting there, and the announcers even were like, I would be shocked if they didn't throw the red here. They got to throw yeah, the red so they have a three or four lap shootout. Because he's literally tits up in the, the front stretch there. They like, have him on like a backboard, and there's parts to his car laying yeah. all and over the racetrack. And there's cars humming by at like 80 still. Yeah. I'm like, uh, you should like probably at least slow them down. There's safety yeah. workers and ambulances by the wall where he is tending to him, resuscitating him, if you will. <laughs> and on the inside, you got track workers trying to put the tires back. And then you got track workers walking all across the track, picking up little p- parts and pieces to his car. So it's like, where, what are we, what are we, what are we doing here? Like that's such amateur hour to have the race end under caution. Imagine you just sat there for three hours, four hours watching the race. You're like, oh, this is gonna be badass. It's gonna be such a hell of a finish. The announcers like, oh yeah, they're gonna throw the red flag and have a three lap shootout. You're sitting there as a fan, like whether you, you know, you watch IndyCar religiously or not. Obviously, not many people do because their ratings are continuously awful. And then you you sit there through that. And they end under caution. You're like, oh, well, that's all she wrote. You know, it's the biggest race of the year, and you fucking end under caution. Yeah, because no one's terrible. watching those garbage fucking street courses or anything like that. So, no. like, you have one opportunity to, like like you said, grandest stage of the year. There's there's no fans there, so you got to do it right. And Roger himself said that, you know, the state of Indiana was going to allow him, you know, X percentage or whatever. He said, if I can't have everybody here, we're not doing it because we can't do it right. So they they still ran the race. They still had it was still a pretty good show up until that last caution. Um, but fuck, if I'm Roger Penske and I just dropped all that money on a racetrack, the IndyCar series itself, and I'm under that scrutiny of you know COVID whatever allegedly, and then no one able to be there, you have to do it right. Right. And they had the opportunity and they just left the yellow out, and Takuma Sato just rolls into his second Indy 500. Yeah, I was very, very disappointed. Um, but then again, so I, uh, Greg Emerson messaged me uh, like he tends to do when there is a big racing event and said, hey, pick two drivers today, Indy 500, $10. I'm like, all right, sold. So he goes, you pick first. So I'm sitting there like, I feel like Scott Dixon's probably going to win. Like he's been the guy this whole entire year. So I should, I should pick Scott Dixon. Well, I, I wanted Alexander Rossi. So I'm sitting there he like. He got fucked. Yeah, well, I'm sitting there like I want Alexander Rossi. Tell me about it. I'm ten dollars. Fucking my my money water tree is overwatered or whatever at this point. But uh, so I I pick Alexander Rossi first, and I knew that I wouldn't get Scott Dixon back, but I was hoping that I would at least get Joseph Newgarden when we came back around because Joseph Newgarden is not that great at Indy. He's never won. He's um I don't know. He's he's just he's always there. He's never really that fantastic. So I'm like maybe I'll get Newgarden when they come back around because there's a bunch of other guys you got. Pagan Wad and Will Power and Ryan Hunter Ray started up front, so I can't, and he was up there for a little while there. I was thinking that he might be a solid pick, so I pick I pick uh, Alexander Rossi. He picks Scott Dixon and Joseph Newgarden, and I'm like, well, fuck me, I just lost. Um, so I'll take Will Power, I guess. Will Power started way in the back, winner of the event before. And it looked pretty halfway all right there for a while because it was going to be either Dixon or, or Rossi that won. And then Takuma Sato is side-by-side with someone or other, Zach Veach or something, yeah. I don't know, yeah. uh, coming down pit road. And Alexander Rossi goes to exit his pit, and all he hears is go. And so he goes, and they're side-by-side. Side, so then they're three wide, and he barely grazes Takuma Sato. Barely. Like, the, neither of them had to Mind come you, back the down. the car that won the race. Yeah. So it's not like it got fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, neither of the cars had to come down and re-pit because something was fucked up. So you knew that it wasn't really that big a contact. But IndyCar, being IndyCar, takes their second biggest player out of the race by sending him to the tail because it was an unsafe pit exit. 
are you fucking shitting me? Which then later turns into him absolutely crushing the wall. Right, right. So, yeah, he, he, he was, you know, they were hyping it up on, on the broadcast there about how he, when he drives angry, he gets some shit done. And you saw it. Like, he went like nine yeah. wide there for a yeah, second the going first, into one of the corners. The first lap, he's like, he goes through turns one and two, past the car, next corner, past it, like, uh, past the car and then going down the back stretch he passed like nine cars on the outside yeah. i'm like holy fuck he might still like come back up there was like 70 laps to go so i thought he had a halfway decent shot and then he just drove it in too hard and spun himself out um crushed the wall and that was the end of his day i had a little insult to injury takuma sato goes out and wins but uh yeah i'm, I'm sure that that was a stupid call i think that was a general consensus that i got from everyone it, it, it was a very f1 like type call yeah of like oh you got close to me i that's a million dollar fine right like, what <laughs> yeah. excuse me yeah, I don't know. It was uh, that kind of not that it ruined the race. It obviously ruined it for me because I lost ten dollars. So I'm gonna eat ramen for the next couple months. But um, not only that, look at it a little bit more of a kick in the dick. Fucking Evan Orvath messages me this morning and goes, he always has these weird prop bets in his head, like the, <laughs> the Michigan, like Harvick's gonna win one of the races this weekend. I was like, well. Harvick versus the field is aggressive. So Twice. I was like, right. So I was like, all right, I'll 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 take, you know, not Harvick. I already mentioned this on the show. Harvick goes out there, wins Saturday. I'm like, <laughs> all right. So then he goes, he goes Penske versus the field. And I'm sitting here like, I'll take the field again yeah. because then you still have Harvick. And Harvick goes out there and wins. I get my money back. All right, we're even. Well, then he messages me today and he goes, uh, like, $5 Ricky Stenhouse wrecks at some point this race. And so I... It's Ooh, more of that's a safe yeah. bet. It feels well. Well, it it seems like a safe bet, but I was thinking, I'm like, I haven't seen Ricky wreck that. Like, I haven't seen him wreck all that much recently. So I'm like, oh, maybe he. Well, I feel like it's a pretty safe bet that he won't. Like, he'll just ride around in thirtieth all day. So I take I take the Ricky will not wreck bet. But the good thing about the only good thing about it is that sometimes Evan forgets to venmo until like tuesday and it scares me that we might have lost him as a sponsor <laughs> so when he makes these bets and, and he wins he sends whatever the rest is right over so uh, it's <laughs> that's how i know i lost is that he sent me a venmo that had a black flag and then it said minus and then clown emoji <laughs> so uh yeah it was lap six i think is how many Oof. laps ricky stenhouse made it in before he stuffed it uh, got wrecked by logano just got turned by him uh naturally joey logano being joey logano um, Chase Elliott was involved with that. We'll get right to Dover, I guess. There's not really much else to talk about with any 500. I watched a collective zero laps of Dover, so tell yep. me about that. Yeah, I watched. I watched. Uh, I didn't watch that much of it. I watched a little bit of the Xfinity race on our drive while I was. Uh, I was so fucking tired, so I was trying to read um, the Soul of a Modified. I, th- I got about 80 pages into that. Um, yeah, I, I thought we were going to record tomorrow because I thought I figured you'd be dead or not even home yet. Oh, so. I was dead. I drank uh, a half of a one of them Stoke coffee what i don't know how that's how you say it but one of those coffee like half gallon things um when i got home there because i was fucking exhausted like i was literally reading and like dozing off like smashing my face (laughs) off the book and then i was watching my phone and i was falling asleep and my like i dropped my phone on the ground and stuff it was it was a scene um yeah basically i'm exhausted but i watched a little bit of dover when i got home laying on the couch fell asleep took a couple naps because it was boring harvick really kind of dick stomped him the whole entire race i mean from what i watched I, i tuned in probably about 80 laps into the race and i think harvick led every lap after that i want to say uh won both stages won the race he's been obviously the dominant car for most most of the year now and uh nothing cool really happened i mean i was just getting to it i don't know if i even finished what i was saying but when ricky got turned chase and uh kyle bush got involved and they both they didn't wreck out chase wrecked out and uh 
Kyle Busch ended up with a little bit of damage. Just his car was never the same. But saw Kyle finish third Saturday. Uh, I didn't watch a second of that race. And uh, Chase finished fifth. So that's a couple of the contenders there. Maybe they'll have, they would have had something for Kevin Harvick. Probably not. Um, he kind of was the class of the field today. But yeah, they you know they had a late race yellow there, and uh, I guess Jimmy went into the race and he was three points to the good over William Byron, and William Byron finished twenty sixth yesterday and was just dog uh, dog awful. I don't know what the fuck I was just about to say. Dog shit. Dog. Yeah, he was dog shit. He was dog shit awful. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he came out today and for whatever they found something in the car because he gained so many points that when I turn turn the TV on, uh, he was like twenty something to the good over Jimmy. Jimmy had just got a penalty, worked his way back up, had a really fast long run car. He was running like 10th, and uh, then all of a sudden he started making his way up. He was running 6th when the uh, caution came out. Uh, I think Quinn Huff there ran out of talent, but what little bit he still had. And uh, they had a caution late with like 16 to go or something like that. And uh, no, Corey LaJoy spun. So I guess there was two cautions. That was the eventful part of the day. Uh, Corey LaJoy hit the wall, whatever the fuck he did. And, uh... Yeah, uh, fucking Jimmy took two tires, came out with the lead, and led a collective zero laps. Still finished third. Um, solid. I hope. I'm hoping to see Jimmy in the the final 16 there, the chase for the fucking Sprint Cup or whatever. That's really all I'm looking forward to because Hendrick's kind of been dog shit except for Chase's uh, Roval-ish win. Uh, so I really have nothing to look forward to. William Byron sucks. William Byron. They said this on the broadcast. That he got his first top five of the season today. Boof. Are you shitting me, pal? <laughs> You're Dude. driving for Hendrick. Stick to iRacing. Um, yeah. So that's disgusting. But uh, how about that? Should, old, be, uh, should be fun next weekend. Daytona. We'll see probably a collective zero uh, laps of that. But how about that old uh, Kyle Larson kid? Oh, yeah. He's pretty not bad at what he no. does. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> that's his, what, like six millionth fucking sprint car win this year or something like at, that? At least. That, like, at, at least. Last I checked, he was at over 20, and it's got to be fuck 30 or something at this point from I, since he got shit canned i saw a tweet earlier uh i think it's also said, reinstated if i or is applying to get yeah reinstated. he applied to get reinstated i saw a tweet earlier though that he missed 15 races and he's already the leader in money collected for like the he's got to be close yeah. in fucking points too i would assume i don't know i would assume, well fi- i don't know how world of outlaws does their points but missing 15 races seems a bit yeah but world of outlaws has seven million fucking races on their schedule per year so well, that must be at least a gaggle to go to all of them no? yeah i don't know i don't yeah, i don't i don't really pay too much attention to that it's not really close to us so um yeah kyle larson not bad at what he does no pretty good that that, video, just that video wherever the fuck he was was uh Oh, where it was pretty like third impressive. and then second and then fucked up by a lap car, falls back and then wins on the last fucking like quarter of a corner. Yeah. That was pretty nuts. Yeah. Yeah. That was neat. Um, we did want to bring this up. We forgot this last week. So the, the, uh, we've collectively said that we're not the biggest fans of the NBC broadcast as a whole. Uh, we tend to like Fox last week. NBC dropped the ball wicked. Um, so Chase goes out, wins the Daytona road course. Um, first time they've raced there in ever, ever the, thought they raced there like once back. NASCAR has never raced on the, the road course. Same thing. Think. You get it. Um, we don't fact check things. We just kind of spew bullshit. One of us is right. Yeah. Yeah. At least. <laughs> um, so Chase wins the race. They've never raced at the Roval or the road course there. Roval. Yeah. We can call it the Roval. Yeah, sure. Um, and no, he wasn't even. He crossed the start finish line. He like wasn't even past turn one, and NBC just cuts their broadcast off and goes to the local news. They didn't, and it wasn't like NBC has a whole fuck ton of 
channels. I mean, you have NBC, part of their little brand there is NBCSN. Obviously, they have playoff hockey, so okay, I get it. Um, you know, you can't really cut into a game that's already in progress to show the end of a NASCAR race. But uh, they also have, like, I'm pretty sure, well, they have MSNBC's fucking, like, I want to say that they have, like, USA Network. They have a bunch of, like, yeah. random channels that they own. So, like, it, why couldn't one of them show the post-race show? Like, they didn't show the post-race show anywhere. So, you saw Chase get past Victory Lane, most popular driver in the sport. You didn't see any of, uh, not not get past Victory Lane, get past start-finish line. You didn't see any of Victory Lane. You didn't get the post-race interviews from anyone. You had uh, Alex Bowman or Joey Logano hit Alex Bowman into Bubba Wallace, who was running like ninth or something and wrecked him at the end of the race. Didn't see any of that, anything that transpired after the race, nothing. And just immediately cut to local news right after they start cross start finish line. So, um, another reason why NBC is just the worst. I, I can't stand them. I was listening to the, uh, Indy 500 earlier. Uh, we have, as most people know, three TVs down here. I had the Indy 500 on the middle one with the sound wide open and the cup race on the right because it looked boring. And, uh, I hate NBC. And when the Indy 500 ended, obviously I, st- I turned on the, the race full volume and immediately Jeff Burton's Kermit, the frog voice made me want to fucking kill myself. So, uh, can't stand listening to him really dropped the ball by NBC with the you know, most popular driver that you, you don't even get to see him fucking in victory lane, any celebration or nothing. Um, talking about dropping the ball, uh, we've been doing the the whole deal there with you know friends of the program winners. You know, last week we had yep. thirty five of them, um, and for whatever reason, the last couple of weeks we forgot Frankie Eldridge. He's Oof. still undefeated. I think that's just just a given that he yeah. wins. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I figured because people already knew that yeah. that was going to happen before the race even started. Yeah, I mean, we really dropped the ball on that one. It's it's hard to, and the thing is, is like I tend to forget what happens at Lee because I don't pay too much attention on a Friday night. I'm at work. Um, obviously, I saw Dave Cameron win, but that's not. I don't want to say it's not normal, but at Lee, when you're racing with Jimmy Renfrew, it's less normal. It's definitely less normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Jimmy was undefeated until then, um, so it was less normal. It was a big deal. Uh, I get text messages and, and Snapchats when Dave wins and stuff like that. But Frankie forgot about him uh, as a BFP sticker on. I saw a sweet p- picture of uh, him in Victory Lane laying down. I don't know if you saw that one come through. <laughs> I did not no. Yeah, he's just laying down in Victory Lane, like with his head on his <laughs> his hand and uh, right above his head. Uh, on the uh, C pillar there, you can see the black flag podcast Oof. sticker. So, um, yeah, completely forgot. It's just a given at this point. It's not that we don't love you, Frank. Yeah. It's just, no. Yeah. We just assume you do good. We just forget about Lee. Yeah. Unless Jimmy's un, unless there's more than nine cars there. Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, which there will be September 11th, by the way. Right. Yes. Yeah, uh, so there's going to be 7 million cars at Lee USA speedway. September 11th. There's a 10,000, uh, to win late model show, super late model show. Yep. Five thousand dollar to win street stock race. Uh, so anybody who's uh not have doesn't have anything going on September 11th, head over to Lee USA Speedway. Uh, maybe we'll be there. I don't know. I don't I'll know if there. I'm at Bartlett. I don't know. Um, so do that, and then uh, again Oxford 250 this weekend. Yeah, that's I'm, where in the world BFP will be this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. We'll presented by the Graphic Scoop. Presented by any racing news. Any racing news. But same thing. Same you get thing. it. Um, yeah. Is no. It, the the did that change. What? No, that, no. It's always been where will BFP be presented by any racing news because Dan posts all of the That's events. That's New England that Racing News, basically. Yep. But Dan posts all of the events that are going on around yonder. So, uh, yeah, give him a follow on the face space. Give him a like or whatever. I don't know. Not a follow no. on, on Facebook. The check mark. Yeah. The thumbs up, yeah. if you will. Yeah, do one of them. And, uh, yeah, I got I got some positive 
I don't know about positive feedback, obviously no free ads, but uh, yeah, you got to try to boost, boost these 10 K to win super late model races. Cause these are going to oh, be yeah. badass events. You got to, if you've never been to Lee, you got to check it out. Um, a lot of my friends there that listen to the show or here that listen to the show, whatever they, uh, they messaged me Monday morning, Tuesday morning. And they were like, yeah, you know, when is that? Or what time is that race? Have you bought tickets yet? I want to go like, sounds badass. I got to work at this time. Do you think I'd be able to make it for the race? Doesn't matter. And, just go. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, go. Uh, if anything, it'll go. turn into a party after the race. It's just like any other racetrack yep. ever on any night. And actually, go there even if you're going to be late. Watch some races, hang out with some race car drivers and friends of the program, and us and the people at the bar. Buy a beer, whatever the fuck you do at a racetrack. Just go and do it. Doesn't matter what time you get there. And actually, what I did realize is that I uh, might have to borrow the camper again that weekend because not only is it September 11th, September 11th, can't forget it, September 11th, Lee USA Speedway, no free ads, but definitely a free ad, Freedom 3 million or whatever it's called, uh, the 10K to win Super Late Model Race, 5K to win Street Stock Race, the next day is the Musket 2 million at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, Oof. so basically, don't go to Lee and then drive home drunk and come back to Maine and then go back to New Hampshire the next day, just stay in Lee. Stay in the parking lot, head up to Loud the next day. And, Easy. And I'm sure that we're promoting something that you're not allowed to do because I'm sure camping's not allowed, but hey, just... Bring a mask. Yeah. I don't know. Don't cite your sources and you'll be fine. Yeah, right. Just we weren't the ones that told you that. So if you show up with a camper and they turn you away, whoopsies. It's Janet Mills' fault. It is. Yeah. Well, and in New Hampshire. Chris Sununu. Well, what did Gary? you do? Chris? What's his name? Gary sounds better. Could be Gary. It's Chris. Tim. Tom. How is Tim? We haven't mentioned Tim lately. Timmy Tambellini? No, Tim, Tim. Tim! Oh. I don't know. I think he's left. Yeah, he. I mean, we we cut his job out of the finances for the year, or whatever. After we had our last oh, technical Christ, difficulty, did you tell him? He, I just did. Did you let him go? Yeah. Maybe well, I feel like I should have been told about this. Was well, it an email? Well, I I thought that we just collectively let him go after we got rid of those USB mics with the fucking hold holding <laughs> deal. We have, the... we haven't had a knock on. That was my penis. Uh, what? Um, we haven't had a ton of technical troubles lately. Yeah, that Andy Austin show was a w- real big kick Oof. in the ween, but that was like that was 30 like shows seven ago. months ago, though I feel. Yeah, at least. And then we we recovered ourselves with another Andy Austin show. So right, right, yeah, I think it was pretty good. But uh, yeah, so that will well, the where will we we be presented by where PFP? in the world will <laughs> be where presented where, by any racing news where we will be presented by B BFP and any racing news. Um, that was definitely not how you're supposed to say it. I don't think that was right. <clears throat> we'll be at Oxford, obviously, next weekend. But, uh, yeah, quite the list of events coming up. The, the schedule for September is full. Uh, I actually have – I've had my calendar switched to September since, like, two weeks ago, um, which, you know, has kind of thrown me off a time or two. But you got the Oxford 250 this Sunday, which is actually still in uh, August, obviously. And then the next – Next uh, weekend or week, actually Wednesday, you got Thompson. They're racing NASCAR Wheel and Modifieds on on a Wednesday there, and the American Canadian Tour, which uh, front of the program Trent Goodrill will not be in attendance for, and uh, we actually haven't teased that at all. But we do have an episode with or episode interview with Trent Goodrow coming up at the end of this episode. So make sure you stay tuned for that. We do have a guest. It is not just us two fucking meatheads, um, but we do have a, it's a virtual guest. I think we figured for the it first out. time ever. I think we figured it out. We might have fucked it up. We don't know yet. Yeah. So basically, if you hear an interview at the end of the show, we did something good. If you didn't, mind your own business. Yeah. Don't yeah. fucking bring it up. Yeah. 
So then, the, the, but the weekend after there, that Sunday is the uh, Claremont Granite State 10K to win. I've never been to Claremont. Never, neither so, have I. So that makes two of us, and we will be in attendance, I would assume. It's a Sunday deal. Possibly. So um, we'll, maybe we'll have attendee tallies coming up. Oh, yeah, the attendee tallies. We talked about that last week. Um, supposed to be dropping the Beach Ridge one last week, and uh, kind of maybe sort of for sure definitely misplaced the GoPro. So that will be up when it's found. Um, we know We know where it is. I know where it is. I got to get it. I have to retrieve it still. But And then yeah. also we're going to make a post. There's like four of them floating around on YouTube right now that we haven't really promoted yet. Uh, Which so, I think that we're really dropping the ball on. Yeah, that's my fault. I think that if we just if we just put them out singly, you'd get more. Because if you post all of them, I don't think people are just going to sit there and be like, oh, this one. Yeah, oh, you make this a point. one. Oh, this you make one. a point, kid. I feel like if you put, like, because I'm really just worried about the Hudson one. Because I think we nailed that one. Oh, yeah. We even had a special guest with an ice cream interview in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so stay tuned. Yeah. And by stay tuned, I mean go find it. Maybe um, attendee tallies Tuesday, if you will. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that gives me another week to upload the Beatridge one. So. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, is that it, pal? I Would, think it's it. I think we crushed it. Are you uh, sure? So as of right now, uh, the show isn't completely over. Uh, you, oh. you got that right because we have picks for Daytona presented by the Graphics Scoop well, coming up. Well, no, we, we, got a, we got a nice little interview coming up here, too. We do. But we I think we should do. come back to the picks and then end the show. Why would we do that? You go, well, I didn't say how. I said why. Oh, I don't know. It just seems more professional because we're all about professionalism here. Why don't we do this? What's your pick for Daytona? Presented by the Graphics Scoop. Chas. All right. I'll take Eric Almirola. Ooh, interesting. All right. And so, now. <laughs> <laughs> and now, for the first time ever dun, in Black dun, Flag dun. Podcast history, uh, we had a guest on the show that wasn't actually at the table with us. Uh, so, again... Let's roll into it. You're going to hear a car noise, and then you're going to hear a nice interview between me, Bradley, and Trent Goodrow. All right, so this is our first Zoom interview. Uh, welcome to the show, Trent Goodrow. How are you, Trent? Good. How are you guys? Good, good, dude. So thanks for uh, being our uh, uh, guinea pig here for our trying That's to move up, get, move up in the world here with the, uh, the audio recordings to try and do some interviews where we don't actually have to have people come to Scarborough. Uh, cause that's not close to you. Am I right? No, that's, that's about a hike and a half. A hike and a half. Where are you from kid? Uh, Carver, Massachusetts. Jesus tits. That's not close to here at all. Yeah. No. Where, where is Carver? What are you like right next to Boston? You over by Worcester or what? <laughs> I, I am, uh, right, like right near the Cape. The ca- Oh, Jesus Christ. You're uptown. Are you rich? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be in rich. You're going to be at Oxford next weekend. So this, this is Trent Goodrow, the driver of the number 31 American Canadian tour. He's, he's a bit of a loose cannon out there, but uh, <laughs> you got a race next week at Oxford. You're going to be there. Uh, we're actually uh, sitting this one out. Uh, oh, unfortunately, wow. uh, the, the money tree in the backyard died. But, uh, I know I was telling him he's got to, he's got to water it at least a couple times a day. He said he watered it four times a day. I don't know. I think maybe that, that overwatered it. Did it, did it, did it kill the tree out too much? I, water? I, I don't know if it was too much or too little. Oh man, too little. <laughs> Could have been too little, I guess, but four times a day. That's quite the fucking task there. But so what do I I understand that you're gonna be getting your knees taken out in a couple couple weeks too. So this this effectively ends your, your racing season? Yeah, I'm done uh I'm getting ACL surgeries uh September third. What what'd you what'd do? you do, kid? Yeah. Why'd you do that? Uh oh uh, back in October, morning after uh World Series, after my throttle hung Thompson. Uh, the morning after, we decided to uh, go crash my quad in a telephone pole. Ooh. Like your actual car? 
No, like uh, my ATV. Oh, quad, quad. Yeah. Quad, yeah, yeah. Like you just got four kills in, in Call of Duty back to Did back. you die? Uh, we got, yeah, we got the whole nine yards. We got a helicopter ride in Boston. And, uh, oh, my. Jesus Christ. You did it right, kid. Yeah, go big or go home. Well, so before you decided to blow your ACL into orbit, um, for those that don't know, we do have listeners all across the country here, and we know you obviously from the American Canadian tour. You wheel that beautiful number thirty-one car with a with a nice BFP logo right on the B pillar there. But uh, for those that aren't in our area, who the fuck is Trent Goodrow? Like, where'd you come from? Who are you? How do you get into racing? What What do you do? Oh uh, well, uh, I got into it through my dad. We're uh, fourth generation. Uh, my my great grandfather raced, grandfather, dad. And then uh, when I was like five years old, they threw me in a go kart, and from there on, we've just been uh, wheeling some stuff and tearing some cars up. <laughs> I respect that. Flipping, flipping people the bird at five, huh? Oh, we only do that when we're dead sideways. Uh, all right, <laughs> out the window, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. One finger salute. I respect that. A so boot scoot and boogie. So actually. you started off in carts, right? You said. Yeah. All right, so what happens after go-karts? Where do you go from there? Uh, we ran, uh, I ran a couple different uh, divisions in that stuff, and then uh, we moved up to uh, mini cup cars at Seacon. They're like half-scale, like pretty much go-karts. And then uh, we ran those for two years, and then we jumped up to the legend cars. We ran those for two, and then the late models now. So we've had a, a mixed bag of experiences here in terms of legend cars. You know, I myself did just the one race. It was interesting. Bobby Timmons clearly very good at it. Uh, but we did have Colby Benjamin on who said that he was not good at legend cars. So how was your legend car experience compared to the rest of us? Um, I, I absolutely love the legend cars. I mean, I was, I, I didn't get the win that I wanted to, but I was always, always there. Um, we came up short a couple times. We were going to get it done and I got no luck in didn't go the way we wanted it to, but. Well, that sounds like a kick in the dick. Yeah, it, it was, but <laughs> the, the legend cars were pretty fun. Uh, the best race I had in those was uh, last year at uh, New Hampshire Motor Speedway when they built that uh, dirt track. Oh, you did the dirt track race? Yeah, we, we unloaded it for that. Never seen a dirt track in my life until that morning. And, That's uh, consensus from that race there. And uh, we were, I was out there, I mean, Never seen it. We didn't get a lap in practice because two guys stuffed it in the wall. And um, heat race, didn't know what I was doing. Started last. We ended up winning that. Almost lapped the, the field. And then we started, like, fourth in the show. And I was out there uh, wheeling that thing. And we were pretty much putting a stomping on Corey LaJoy and uh, Daniel Hemrick. And then uh, Corey decided to put the bumper to me. And then Did we had uh, it. What was that? Did you deserve it? Uh, no, we, we were, we were checked out from him. I had, I had a straightaway on him and then, uh, I, uh, decided to play bumper cars under yellow with him and, uh, went back green and, uh, his, his right front tire ended up going flat somehow. <laughs> huh? Weird. So, sounds like you got a little bit of a temper. Like I do. I, I, I kind of like that. I, I'm getting a hint of that. Am, am I right there? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, have you, have you had that get in the way by any chance? Like I have a few times. Oh, uh, that was actually the first time I've done that. Don't lie to us, kid. Don't lie to us. Is there any uh, spectacular stories wrecking anybody in yellow or during a race or anything like that? No, that was that was the the biggest. Come on, friend, that we're all I, friends I've here. Don't lie to us. None, none that I recall. <laughs> Nothing you recall. No. All right. So, Maybe. so it sounds like you had a pretty positive experience in the legend cars there. So, how long have you been in this act late model deal? 
Uh, last year was my rookie year in the in the late model. We we just we like the tour and stuff, so we jumped right into the the act tour. So you're not really running for points anywhere weekly or or even with act. No, we we um I don't know. We just kind of jumped in there and see. We uh, ran in last year. We got kind of a wasn't the best car. We just kind of got in there, got my feet wet with a late model, and I don't know. I had fun with it. We got our our best run at Star. With ended up sixth there. Uh, so, so now that you're in a, basically a full size car, can you, can you talk a little bit about the experience between what that's like compared to what you, you had run in the past between like maybe the go-karts and the legend cars and stuff like that? What's been the biggest difference that you've had to get adjust to so far? Uh, def- definitely the size, uh, it, all the, the smaller stuff, it was, we're always in the middle. You get like a foot and on each side, you get in the late model, you get about three and a half, four feet off to your right. And then just the nose and all that stuff. I mean, the legend cars seem like you got a little more power when you step on the, on the gas pedal there. It wants to spin the tires a little more than the late model, but that is, that is one of the things that I noticed when I hopped in that legend car the first time is that like, usually in my car, it's like me, a good chunk of the car, then the wall, but in the legend car, it was just me and the wall. So if you, if you fuck up, you're, you're eating concrete for sure. So you're basically just saying but like aspect ratio, just get uh, adjusting visually to what you got to get used to on a racetrack is the biggest difference between the, the full size late model compared to anything else. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's, it, it's a completely different animal, but it's, it, it almost feels like it's an easier transition going from the legend car to the late model. Cause I mean, even with you running the legend car, you're working the wheel every single every single lap in that thing in the late model, it feels like you jump it into a yacht. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Friggin' cruise control on or something. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, he makes a point. Cause like the, when I did, it, I was jumping, jumping between that and my sports series car and Bobby and I joked, it, actually Bobby said it. So I'll give him credit before he fucking yells at me, which I'm sure he will if I don't. But, uh, basically he said like, I've never worked so hard to go so slow in my life. And that's basically the, the epitome of what a legend car is. Uh, and then I'd hop right back into my car. I'm like, fuck, I feel like I'm going 10 miles an hour slower now just because I'm going the same speed, but I'm just kind of floating it around the racetrack. So I, I can see where Trent's getting that at the that late model deal there. So um, you also have a little bit of a side project too. Am, am I right here with uh, Trent Goodrow Designs? What's that all about, kid? No free ads. Yeah. <laughs> no, a lot of, it's just, uh, I, know, I, I like the design and stuff. I do a lot of uh, race cars that you see on iRace and do a couple cars for, some of the big names in that and just have fun doing that and wrap my own cars. So is it just an iRacing deal? Like a, like a, what is it? A virtual deal? Or do you actually like do like full size cars? Or if, if I want to get my car wrapped and get like a dick on the side of it, can you make that happen? Like Steve uh-huh. at the graphics scoop can or Connor at elevate designs. I mean, uh, I don't have that type of technology. I'm, I'm in with uh, one of my the buddies. We race legend cars with his, his dad owns a sign shop and, I, I got all the programs. I just send all the, the stuff over to him and he prints it up. But I mean, I've, I've done, I did two legend cars this past year that are racing at the uh, New Hampshire Motor Speedway road course. And I, I did both of my cars, but most of the stuff that I do is just I racing. So what's the, what's the proudest design that you have out there thus far? Um, there, there's, there's quite a few. Uh, I don't really have a favorite one. They, they all come out. He, he Pretty only good. Does good work, folks. Contact <laughs> get your virtual race cars. Right. If you if you have an iRacing fucking street stock or a late model just like his, and you want like a, a dick on the hood or something like that, I'm sure Trent could hook you, hook you up, right? Definitely. 
Yeah, he, for sure. He does have some impressive stuff. Seen it all over the socials. What it, what are your socials to for so people can go and check that shit out? It's uh, just on Facebook, Instagram at Trinketer Designs, and then send uh, just click the send message, and I can do so, something for you. So for anyone trying to like uh, build, you know, may per se, just pulling this out of here, like a minivan for next year, uh, could you hook them up with some designs, possibly? Oh hell yeah, he should. Uh, Check out the, the heckin' hippo that I made for you guys. Oof. It is a beautiful looking minivan, I'm not gonna lie. Or the Amish buggy. We're getting we're getting closer here on the uh the rule book. Uh it's it's only a couple pages, so it's gonna be pretty wide open. But uh it looks like we're gonna have quite the field here, minivans come twenty twenty one. So Trent, you're 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 gonna be in a, you're gonna be in a heckin' hippo? Definitely. There's a minivan for sale right down the street that I was looking at. Hey, you might want to go get it, kid. Yeah, start smashing the glass out of it. We're going to have a rule book here uh, probably the next month or so. So anyone listening, uh, go, go and get it, get yourself a minivan and join Trent with us. But uh, Yeah, pretty soon you'll, you'll have to fucking have that so that you can wheel your wheelchair right into it after you get your knees <laughs> taken out. So oh, fuck, it'll be perfect. Don't gut it too fast. Just yeah. get some bungee cords. Yeah. Well, actually, gut it and just leave the, the driver's seat and just yeah. get some bungee cords. If you're, we'll have if you're handicapped, we can make a handicap accessible rule uh, for those that it <laughs> pertains to. If you need a lift. Uh, for the back of your hippo, uh, don't feel bad. We'll 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 adjust to what you need. We'll maybe even get you a weight break because you got to put a wheelchair in the back too. So uh, you're covered there, kid. Yeah, the, the, the I first... want it on the left side, not the back. Hey, hey, it's all up to you. I'm not a lot of rules here in the heck of hippos. <laughs> You'll find that out here with our two to three page rule book. Most of it's just safety shit, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we haven't got we haven't got too many of the uh, entries filed yet. But Trent was the first one to uh, to you know. Well, I don't enter know. enter a number. And, and, well, yeah, he, he's he, the first one to reserve a number for next year. Yeah. What number is that? What is it that you want? We'll just say it right off the bat here, Trent. What's 69 the... MA. Oh, Ooh, 69 nice. Ma? Who's Ma? Ma you 69 in, kid? <laughs> <laughs> Episode 79. <laughs> Who's Ma are you 69 in? <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, nice. so you, you, you're gone from go-karts. You, you're now in a late model. You have your own little side hustle here with Trent Goodrow Designs. About what, to be in a minivan. You're about to be fucking the legend of the fucking Heckin' Hippo series presented by Black Flag Podcast. Uh, so what's the future hold other than that fucking sweet looking minivan that you're going to have here later on couple, next uh, week? Def- definitely rip the minivan. Maybe check out uh, an Amish buggy. But uh, oh. a- after that stuff, we get some seat time in those things. Maybe uh, uh, go check out some, some past cars, run run that but nothing we're not making it big time but so you're looking for like a super late model gig at some point yeah we check out some of those stuff i mean i've always loved the modifieds too want to check out those do sk sk light what about uh, a pass mod or do those not count um i we we looked into those stuff that was uh definitely an option with the late model uh compared to getting those or the late model and i, I didn't really have much of an interest in those so it sounds like more or less you just like to travel. You you want to be uh, on the uh, basically the circus that is any touring late model, super late model series. Am I right there? Yeah, I, I don't really like running. I don't want to be a one track wonder. I like bouncing around, changing it up every week. So out of all the places you've been thus far, I know this is a loaded question to anybody that you ask. What's your favorite racetrack so far? Um, definitely uh, for the for the asphalt side, I like Oxford. That's probably one of my. My favorite really? tracks. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you and I don't. You. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome I, to the solo club, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. I mean, I've, I've just I've had had some luck there. It's a fun track to me, but yeah, I mean. So that's I, that, that was in the late model. 
yeah, that that was in the late model. That was fun there. And then even in the dirt track at Loudon, that's a close second because never run dirt. And that was that was a blast. That was just a blast to drive the car by yourself, not even racing people. I hear you there. I hear you. Uh, so uh, going to the last couple of questions here, how old are you? 17, just turned it back in July. Christ. So he wasn't around there in line 11. Yeah, yeah, I don't no, know. That's the question that we ask people now. Remember right. that? Is it? Yeah. I don't know if it is. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not sure that you're allowed to listen to this show because I clicked the explicit button and stuff, and, uh, and hopefully you haven't heard too many swear words come out of our mouth. We, we tend to say cunt. Close, close your ears <laughs> for that one. But yeah. if you yeah, say but, some bad words, I don't know if 17-year-olds are allowed to fucking listen to this show. It's oh, a so. podcast. I don't think there's rules, right? I don't know. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. What do you got? Do you have school tomorrow? No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Are you still in high school? What is that about? Yeah, I, I'm going in my senior year. Jesus, tit. So how's this uh, COVID deal, uh, this alleged COVID-19 coronavirus makeup deal? How's that affected your you're, life? You're welcome uh, for me to download Zoom. You're going to need it here pretty shortly. Yeah, like, fuck. You're going to have your science teacher show her tits on your camera here later on. <laughs> we had that uh, at the end of last year. They kicked us out like four months early. And then uh, this year, I think we're, we're, go- we're going in for half the school year on, on the computers or whatever. Interesting. So do you, you ended last year on the computer with your schoolwork? Yeah. Did you actually do the work? No. Yeah, don't lie to us, Trent. <laughs> no, that's, uh, you get some, some buddies that you're uh, friends with for the, the end of the school year and they, they send you the answers. Let's go. I respect the shit out of that. See, school is the one thing that I noticed, whether it be grade school, high school, college, it's not necessarily about the work that you're doing. It's how to figure out the system. And if you figure out the system, you can get a good grade, whether you actually read the book or not. I found that out pretty quick in life. Uh, so I respect the shit out of that, Trent. Um, yeah. Any, you have any questions, Bradley? No, I think that I think that you covered all of them. I just, you know, I, I'm upset that we're not going to get to watch Trent bring some excitement to Oxford Plains International Parking Lot next Saturday. A little, un, little unfortunate, but you know, money trees do die off every once in a while when it's a little too hot outside. They don't get water and stuff. So <laughs> just go piss on it. I got, I got three or four dollars on my money tree. It's about <laughs> fucking dead, but you can have all of those if you want. If that helps the case, the case at all, you know, you, you do carry the Black Flag Podcast sticker. So yeah, a couple we, of them. We yeah. appreciate you repping us. I mean, you, you've been listen to us pretty much from you know maybe the beginning yeah you pretty close yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much how would you hear about the black flag podcast you ask enough good questions like, i gotta get, I gotta get one in. Uh, i don't even i don't even know i think i think i was friends with with bradley on facebook and then uh he shared it and i was like what the heck's this and i, I listened to it and it's a couple of clowns making fun of other race car drivers and like, i like <laughs> yeah, this yeah well we we do our best we do our best. I think, oh, I think I think I got hooked after uh, the World Series one there, and uh, there's a couple good uh, comments in that one. Man, I don't know. I don't even remember the World Series one. We were probably too was drunk it the for that one. Maybe must. Uh, it could have been. Uh, no, well, I mean, it must have been either one of the two. We went to. We did go to Thompson last year, didn't we? I don't fucking remember even yesterday. We do a lot of shit, there. and we drink a lot, so that doesn't help. That, that explains remember. the. That explains. That's the actually funny... why we do the podcast, so we can actually look back on our life and be like, "Oh shit, we actually did do that." That explains <laughs> some of the funny comments because a lot of those come when we are shit faced. So <laughs> I don't even remember going to the World Series. We were probably there. Yeah, that makes sense. Could have happened. I'm not sure. That, no, that one was. Uh, you guys were watching it on. Uh, uh, one of the online things you can just see turn one oh, that was yeah. in westbrook we have four tvs going i remember now yep. yeah 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 that happened i was like wait where are we at the world we're at the icebreak <laughs> i don't even know I can. we we probably hit thompson at least one time but 
Uh, yeah, that sucks that you, you get your knees taken out the, the day after Thompson. So you miss Oxford and yeah, Thompson. Christ, it's like you're 100 already. And then, you're only and 17. Then, and then you got to get a heckin' hippo and you got to fucking throw the, the wheelchair in the back for a little bit. And then you'll, then you'll get it, you know, caged up and ready to go. Sounds like you might, might have needed the cage on the quad, but. Yeah, maybe a little bit. But yeah. That, that must have yeah. been cool for my friend to see. He was standing right next to me. Jesus. He was well, standing there watching the whole thing go down. What help? Well, what the fuck? What help was he? uh 911 i'm fucking (laughs) how about don't hit the tree that seems like more helpful than 911 was it the money tree that you hit uh no it was a telephone pole oh Oh, yeah those don't move yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. they don't even grow any money so you hit it that it doesn't come fucking falling down like confetti or nothing uh that's unfortunate well uh i'm sure that you know we, all the American Canadian tour racers get their, their news from the black flag podcast. So they all just collectively sighed some relief there knowing that you're not going to be on the racetrack, <laughs> tearing some shit up for the, the rest of the year. Hey, but, I will, uh, I will give you credit though. When we were at white mountain last time, oh, we'll you put on a show in that 31 car. You went from P 475th, I think up to what was it? Fifth or six. I think six. Brad and I, we caused a scene every time you walked by. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we walked by. We were up on the inspire stand listening to my, my spotter spot for uh, Good Ale on the tour. And then the last yep. time by, as you guys said, I, I took the scenic route. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've, we counted. You only passed us three times, and the third time was back away from the pit area, and then you were on the racetrack. So I was like, you definitely, definitely went about a beer and a half walk around the racetrack to avoid us, which – I, God bless you. I don't blame you. Yes, uh, yeah, def- definitely respect that. Yeah. Move. Next time you came by, we we're going to have a folding table out and a Sharpie. Oh, and I think there was, was going to be a wave all the way down the entire grandstand. It was oh, going to yeah. be fucking spectacular for sure. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming on, being our little guinea pig here. If it's on the podcast tomorrow, you know that we did something right, but uh, there's a good chance that we just shot the shit for about 30 <laughs> minutes. And, uh, no one's going to hear it, but. It ended up pretty good, I think. I don't know. I, I, I'm happy with it. Yeah, I'm, Way I'm, to go, us. I'm happy. Hey, yeah. You hey. Know, hey. Yeah, the job's not over yet. <laughs> I'll tell you that for free. But uh, yeah, all right, Trent. Well, we'll let you go so that you can- Yeah, Chris uh, is probably past his bedtime. I know, so you can, you can go, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Get ready for school tomorrow. You, you need like a chocolate milk <laughs> or something? Do you, do you need your lunch pack? Apple <laughs> juice. Yeah, that's what he's going to go do. He's going to go make his bologna sandwich yeah. or whatever. I love a bologna sandwich. They're not bad. They're, they ain't bad. All right, well- uh, have, have a good night's sleep, kid. Uh, <laughs> pack, pack up your lunch for, for physics class or whatever it is you kids do these days. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for giving us 20 minutes of your time or whatever it's been. Uh, anybody looking at the Act Late Model Tour, uh, look out for the 31 uh, orange fucking Chevrolet, I think it is. Sharp looking car. Anybody looking to get their iRacing ship box painted up, go to Trent Goodrow Designs. Uh, otherwise, uh, thanks again, Trent. Yeah, no problem. All right, so that was Trent Goodrow. Uh, seems to be a good good kid with a nice head on his shoulders. Has a nice little side hustle going on there. Uh, keep an eye out for him. Uh, but this has been episode 79, correct, Bradley? Yeah. That's uh, Travis Lovejoy. Travis Lovejoy. Fuck, that's what I was going to say. Casey uh, Kane, apparently. Ooh, um, McKinnon. The, 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 what's his first name? Keith? Keith McKinnon? Beatridge, 79. Red and yellow flames all over it. Yep. That was a thing. Could be. And then he turned into the five. Could be. Nope, it happened. There's a 79 truck. I don't know his name. Like Beatridge truck? I believe so. Yikes, I have no idea. It has like orange outline numbers, I think.
Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I'm, I'm. I have no idea. We're wrong a lot. We we are. What, collectively... Isn't Max Zackham a '79? That modified. Excuse me. <laughs> You've never heard of Max Zackham? Did you just swear at me? I don't think so. Hold on, We're collectively know. the dumbest people when it comes to oh, these, this the number deal here because, like, every single Monday, it's like almost demoralizing to just look through the Facebook comments and be like, like, "How do oh, we forget that?" Are you f- like Scott Fowler last week at the seventy-eight? It's like, ah, you gotta be fucking kidding. Bryson Sons two shows ago. Oh yeah, what are we? Per- Bryson Sons. What are we doing? Yeah, like I, I, I just work here, man. Seventy-nine, seventy-nine. So apparently, Wasn't, I was way wrong on the Max Ackham thing. He's always been the twenty, I guess. And a was. I could have sworn. I would have bet my middle nut that he drove. Oh, no, he did. Yeah, he had a. Yeah, Max Ackham was a 79 once. Could be. He was. What number was Brandon Barker when he drove that identical car to Joey Dwyer's at Beatridge? Seven, uh, was it 78 or 79? 70. It was an 8. It was a 78. Well, glad we forgot that one last yeah. week. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just duct taped the other half of the three and made it an 8. Hmm. Shit. I don't know. It's a 79. weird one. That's not really like a common NASCAR number either. No. Oh, wait, no. Casey yeah, Kane. Kane. Thanks for You thanks, said that already, Thanks right? for showing up to the show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to I'm present. I, I really have no idea. Like, I it's. I, I hate it. I hate Someone when I don't know. Someone is screaming at us right now, yeah. for sure. Uh, uh, see, like, I want to try to get all of them nailed, which I know it's like almost, in, it's definitely impossible for us to do, but I know that tomorrow morning we're going to get so much hate. Oh, my God. Just it's every like, time. Fuck. It's every time, though. Hmm. 79. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I don't. I got Travis nothing. Lovejoy with a CH. I was pretty proud of the Max Zackham one. Could be. Yeah. No. No, it was a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, whatever you said. All right. Whatever so, is that it? Do we have any more housekeeping things? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I'm pretty excited to get to Oxford and record so many shows, just three of them, I yeah. guess. But have we should have a ton of guests lined up. We're gonna have a ton of time though. We're gonna pick up the camper what Wednesday? Could be. And then, yeah, we well we have to figure that out still. Um, yeah, but <laughs> it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a process trying to lug this stuff. We're going to unplug it. Yeah. And I also realized that I have the, uh, Bentley's, uh, all arrows car show on Thursday too, at, from four to seven. So, uh, that seems like it's impossible for you to get the camper to Oxford by six fifteen. Yeah, no, we'll figure it out for sure. I have all sorts of ideas in my head. Hmm. Um, yep. Hmm. Yep. No, I got you. I got you. All right. Well, yeah, that was episode 79. Uh, as always, I'm Charlie Sanborn at C Sanborn III. You are Brad Sauce here at B Sauce 96. Together, we are at Black Flag Pod on all things social media. Uh, do we have any T-shirts? Anything left that people can buy? We. I have a box still in the truck. I think. Do still have some T-shirts? We have some lodges and some extra lodges, oh, but sure. um, we also are picking up a merch order either Wednesday or Thursday. Ooh. And uh, actually, did you want to talk about your little helmet raffle thing? If there's still some spots left, helmet when we, raffle. When are we closing that? So closing that at 100 spots. We're pretty fucking close already. We we two. It was only two days where I was monitoring it before I went up to camp and fucking had no cell service for anything. Uh, last I checked, we had 60 some odd people sold into a spot. Uh, basically, what we're doing is uh, Greg Emerson at Night Owl Design or Night Owl Creations, excuse me, Jesus, Night Owl Creations, uh, wrapped a, or not wrapped, lettered us up a helmet uh, that we're giving away. The one lucky uh, winner in the raffle here. Basically, the way it works is spots one through 100. You pick a number. Uh, kind of like a race pool. Uh, from there, that order from one to one hundred is going to be. Do you have a gambling uh, problem? I do. All right. Um, is going to be randomized three times. Top three people win. Winner gets the helmet. Second place gets a one hundred dollar gift certificate to Night Owl Creations. Third place gets a free uh hat and uh shirt from the Black Flag Podcast. So, 
from the graphics scoop as well. We'll be picking up an order either Wednesday or Thursday. Um, we'll be showing up to Oxford with round 20 hats and we're going to get some more t-shirts to throw into the already somewhat decent t-shirt collection that we have. We'll be getting more tank tops in. Um, and yeah, I'm sure we'll get more stickers as well, which are always a hit. People tend to like those. See how many cars we can't sticker up uh, Friday of the 250. It's It has been uh, been getting cooler to kind of go to all these different places and seeing like, who the hell is that? And they have our sticker on there. So we love you, each and every one of you. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for supporting this fucking ridiculous show. Uh, we love you guys. Hopefully you love us just as much. Uh, we'll see you at Oxford this weekend. Also, again, going to plug this in here one last time. Heck and Hippo's minivan series rule book coming out hopefully in the next month or so. So can we end the show now? Yep. All right. That's it. Enjoy this uh, race car sound for the third time. Yeah. Third time uh, that we always do at the end of the show now.